Hello, folks. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. We really appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by Stanfield Hanging Outfitters. The one and only. A dream. Dream of years ago. Thought, man, I don't want to have to get a real job. What can I do to make a living? And boom, we built Stanfield Hanging Outfitters. Anyways, holler at us. I've got some second weekend of dove season. I have an opening. And the fourth weekend of dove season, which is in the last weekend in September. And then other than that, we're pretty much booked up. But no teal hunts, right? Nope. Just dove hunts. Uh, teal hunts are booked up, too. Uh, we do have some uh, October. I can do some pheasant dove, pheasant duck hunting. And we'll have some duck hunting the 1st of November. Because goose season open until November 16th. So I'll have some duck hunting early in the year. So Give us a call. Stanfieldhunting.com. Or 940-658-3172. Jeff will answer the phone. Uh, this podcast is all to you, also brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. They have a promo code, Big Honker, all one word, and I believe it's all lowercase. You can save yourself some money. I believe it's 15%. 15%. Um, incredible products. Great, great company that, uh, that we're partnered up with here. They take care of your four-legged hunting buddy. They've got a quick release system that I am a huge, huge fan of, and I'm a huge proponent of everybody that has a dog. Snap this on your dog, whether you got Steady Eddie or not. It doesn't matter. Keep them safe. This way you know where they are at all times because all it takes is Fido breaking one time and you're in a pickle. So the quick release system I'm a huge fan of. They've got a ton of other products that are really, really good, but I'm a big fan of the quick release system. So go to gundogoutdoors.com, scope it out for yourself, use the promo code BIGHONKER, and uh, save yourself some hard-earned money. And let's talk about Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. Love the motto. Love the jingle. Trump 2020, capital T, R-U-M-P 2020 promo code. Get 15% off. They got some cool gear. They got good coffee. Andy's drinking some right now. Coffee, gear, check it out. And that's DirtyDuck.com, DirtyDuckCoffee.com. You can look them up. They're also on uh, Instagram, Dirty Duck Coffee, and you can find them there. Good coffee. You can save yourself some money with them, too. Got a promo code, Trump2020. DirtyDuckCoffee.com. We're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries, the best silhouette. You've heard me say it before. It's still as true today as it was way back then. They got on board pretty much when we started this podcast. They've been a good partner of ours, and uh, they make a hell of a product. Top to bottom, the bags. The decoys, you're not going to find a more complete system for hauling your decoys around than Dive Bomb Industries. Uh, they're in the floater game now. Floater bags are coming out later this fall. Um, top to bottom, you can't beat them. You cannot beat them. They got a great silhouette, great-looking silhouette. It's durable. We use them seven days a week down here. Um, you got to have numbers on your side, guys. We've said it before. This is the only way that you can differentiate you from the other, the other schmo in the field next to you is how big of a spread that you have. So... Go go big. Go big in 2020. Divebombindustries.com. And brought to you by Boss Ammo. Boss Shot Shells. That's right. You only need one. Folks, I've been doing this a long time. 52 years old. feel like I'm 106. I've been in the waterfowl business since I've been in my early 20s. I've shot steel when it first came out. It sucked. I grew up shooting lead with my dad. Hot reloads that he used to reload. Folks, Boss ammo is just like shooting lead that I grew up as a kid. Same killing power. It's actually a lot faster than the old lead was. It works better. It is the way to go. If you're going to spend money to go on a hunt, whether it's guided on your own, all the money you put together, don't buy cheap shells. Buy something that makes a difference. It's better on the ducks. You're not shooting a bunch of ducks and they're flying off and dying. It's killing them right then. So go to BossShotShells.com. Is that right? That's right. Boss Shot Shells. Oh, I love me some bismuth. And get you some, get you some boss, and only takes one makes a big difference. You can call them too. I mean, they're a great, great, great bunch of people to talk to. They're very, very knowledgeable about what they're selling. Bossshotshields.com. Brandon will take care of you. Also, Pacific Game Calls. PacificCustomCalls.com. They're uh, they're actually retooling all their uh, goose guts, and I believe they've got something new for you duck hunters. But I think the goose is coming up first. Uh, talked to Trevor last week, and I think uh, I think all the new goose calls are going to have their brand new guts, some worn-in guts. Uh, I'm telling you what, they're expanding, they're growing, which is very very good for for everybody because they run a top-notch organization up there. 
uh, PacificCustomCalls.com. You can look at their whole line. They've got uh, they've got a goose call basically for every species, bigs, mediums, little lessers, whatever you're going after. They've got a Canada call for that. They've got an outstanding spec call, guys. It's so easy to blow. I was actually putting too much air into it, which is not common within the spec call world. Duck call's great. Um, and like I said, they're, they're constantly innovating over there at Pacific. So check them out at PacificCustomCalls.com. And we're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. If you're going to duck hunt, you need spinners. If you're going to duck hunt or goose hunt, you need a, you need a blind. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, but I am fielding more questions about that 2x4 blind than I ever have before. So here it is. You can fit four grown men in it. It's got a pocket in front. For your shell bag, hopefully you're shooting boss and you got that nice little money bag. Set it in there nice and neat. Four guys you can fit in there comfortably. You could squeeze in a fifth if you wanted to. I don't recommend it. Uh, the 2x4 blind, it's the way to go. It's durable. It's heavy. Stout. Can't hey. say enough about it. And you're going to need spinners too. So look them up at luckyduck.com. Haley will be on a podcast with us next week. Yep. So check them out. Great guys over there. Great guys and gals. Before I get in trouble that way, over there at Lucky Duck. Check them out, luckyduck.com. And Logan Pyatt at the Looking Glass Duck Club. They got a podcast, uh, not politically correct, my kind of guys. Anyways, you can check out their podcast at the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast and Lucky Glass, uh, Looking Glass Duck Club Hunt Club, which you can't be a member of. Very exclusive. Very exclusive. I'm next on the waiting list, and I can't get in, so you're not going to get in either. It's going to be 10 years before you get in. Well, I think they're just teasing me a little bit. But anyways, Logan <laughs> Logan and Reb have a podcast out. It's really a good deal. Check out the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Wherever you're listening to this one, you yep, can hear theirs. You can hear their stuff there, too. Also brought to you by 14 Cattle Company. Beef. Beef. Meet the difference. Out there in Alito, Texas. Half a beef, whole beef, whatever you got. We've got ours coming. It's August, so yep, we'll oh, be, we need to we need to do that kill sheet, huh? Do a kill sheet. You can custom order whatever you want, delivered to your house. Get some uh, fucking tomahawks. Don't buy that overpriced shit at the grocery store. Get some tomahawks. Buy a competitive price, homegrown beef. You know what you're getting. You're not getting a bunch of Brazilian lobbyist beef. You're getting real Texas beef, and that's 14cattlecompany.com. And J2 Outdoors. The Ice Ripper. Completely revamped. That motherfucker's got a motor on it now. You don't need no electricity. You just need some gasoline. Throw that bitch out there. Crank her up. I think it runs for like 48 hours half throttle and 24 hours on full throttle. They put a fucking Hemi on it. Actually, it's not a Hemi. It's a Vanguard, but either way. Um, yeah. I mean, it, this motherfucker is a workhorse. Open up your hole. Don't let Mother Nature put an end to your season prematurely. Uh, if you're like me, you got enough things that end prematurely. But hunting season shouldn't be one of them. Throw an ice ripper out on the pond. Keep that bad boy open. There's no better bait in the world than open water when everything else is locked up. J2 Outdoors LLC, I, th- I believe, is where you can find them. Go to their Instagram, J2 Outdoors, and uh, they had a giveaway going on. That's at uh, J2 Outdoors on Instagram. Last but not least, William and Chris Wines. Who doesn't need skeleton key? Who doesn't? Especially in the, in the corona season. Everybody I, needs it. I'll bet wine sales are through the roof right now. I think all alcohol sales are through the roof Well, right except now. for restaurants, and that's their big market too, so who knows. But you know home home winos are going through the roof right now. I think all alcohol sales are up uh, at the supermarkets. You can find them at HEB, Central Food, Whole Foods, Central Market. I fuck that up every single time. What is going on, Andy? Get it together. WilliamandChrisWines.com. Texas Wine. All made in high Texas. All right. On this episode of the podcast, we're joined by the lady behind Lucky Duck, Haley Fox. Uh, talk about new products that Lucky Duck's coming out with. Talk about her love life. Sorry, guys. She's taken. Uh, real cool chick. I really enjoyed our conversation with her. She's a lot of fun to talk to. So here she is, Haley Fox. Okay, here we go. 
three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. I'm Jeff Stanfield. This podcast brought to you by Lucky Duck. I'm Andy Shaver. On the line today, we got Miss Haley Fox from Lucky Duck. Working from home. How are you? I'm doing well. So, Getting used to this at-home life. <laughs> so what? it's like five months now you've been stuck at the house. Yeah, almost six months. What? Uh, how many people work in that office with you that, that they had to shut everything down? Well, we still have people in the office. So our warehouse um, has been able to stay open the whole time, and we've been shipping product, which is really good. Um, and then our two owners have been in the office, and one of our office staff is back in there. Um, and then there's a couple of us that are just staying at home just to kind of keep the traffic down. So we don't really have that many people in the office, but um, it's been going well so far. So we're kind of just keeping it that way to see what happens with Have y'all been affected everything. at all <laughs> by this? Have y'all known anybody that's got it, like in y'all's office? Uh, no, luckily no one has been affected that we know of on our side. So um, Wisconsin obviously um, has had some cases near bigger cities, but over by us it's been good. It's just hard to believe we have shut down so much stuff and there's no and so many people have not been affected by this at all. Right, agreed. And now we got hunting season here. I'm I'm still I still my I'm still not convinced that some of the liberal. Uh, governors are not going to shut down hunting seasons in their states. Have they talked about shutting your hunting season down? Not ours. We're in Texas, so right. What That's would concern me I would be heard uh, about ours. what would concern me would be like an interstate ban. So like yeah, you know, people coming from New York to Texas to hunt where New York is a hot spot, or hell, Texas is a hot spot. So that would be my biggest concern. I lost. We we lost a group of dove hunters that were coming here from the East Coast. Because when they went back to work, they were going to have to quarantine for 14 days. Right. And so they had they couldn't come to Texas because they had to set for 14 days. And then if you travel to New Mexico, you're supposed to quarantine for 14 days. Yep. So it's going to affect some of them. But places like Michigan and that goofy lady up there, I could see her banning hunting just because she doesn't like outdoorsmen. And the guy in California, and I just I hope we're I hope we're past that. But I'm not. I will not be surprised if you hear about something like that happening. Yeah, that's true. What, on the state. What did you do? Because uh, you always travel for for spring turkey hunting. What did you do this year? Actually, we didn't um, travel at all for work. I guess I went to some family land with my dad and my brother and did some hunting here in Wisconsin. But um, for Lucky Duck, we actually took a spring off from filming um, just to kind of see how everything went. Um, and we'll get back after it next spring, hopefully. What are your plans for this fall? Are y'all going to be filming and traveling this fall? Yeah, we do have some plans um, for our TV show, um, some of the outfitters that we go to and trust, um, that's still booked. And then hopefully, I mean, if we can get non-resident certain places, we can still go. So I guess we'll have to play it by ear. Obviously Canada's out. So mm-hmm. finding some other different options. It's a mess. I saw the Packers are the first two home games, I guess. They're not going to have any fans in the stands. Yeah. I thought they were going to just do limited capacity, and then they just keep changing it now. So it'll be interesting. Like, some of our friends are season ticket holders, and it'll be the first time in, like, 20 years they haven't gone to a game. So (laughs) it's a bummer. (laughs) You go to games too, don't you? Every once in a while, not too often. Um, I've been to a couple playoff games when it's freezing cold, below zero, and that was a good time. Oh, I got to get up there. Maybe life will go back to normal one year and I can have a September Sunday up there. Uh, I'd rather yeah, go in October, November. On October, whatever, Jeff. A, a fall, summer at Lambeau. I don't want to go when it's below zero. Well, the first two weeks in September can be still pretty warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be pretty good. That's a new. That's a cool place, though. I'm telling you, for nobody that's been to Green Bay, Wisconsin, they need. I highly recommend it. That, door can, that whole area is beautiful up there. Beautiful place. Mm-hmm. So what's new at Lucky Duck? What new products have we got coming out? 
what uh, what do we got? Yeah, so this year, um, one of our big things that we launched was our Dove Spinner. Um, so we've always kind of had that ready, and then this year we were finally able to um, sell it here domestically. So we have that, and then we have two water products for ducks. We have our Agitator HDI that's a, a duck butt, and then it has a pump coming off of it, so it splashes water and gets a lot of movement. And then the other one is a flicker tail, so that's also the duck butt. And then it just has a slight motion, like of the white tail going back and forth, um, just kind of a finishing decoy. That's Jeff. That's Jeff's product. He said he, you could kill ducks or ducks and geese if you just had a little butt flash. That's right. Yeah, exactly. We had some drone footage of it, and yeah, it's just that subtle flicker. It's awesome with the water motion going. It all draws it in together. Even in field hunting, if if you look at a flock of geese, I, I watch a lot of geese from the road. Big the small birds, and they move a lot, and there's a lot of motion. But it's a black white motion is all it is. The whole thing constantly is a white ass coming up and down, up and down, up and down. I've always said. If someone will ever mimic that to go with their spread, they'll have a, they'll hit a home run. So, mm-hmm. so there you go. Yep. Maybe get something like there this for the field next the year. Field. That's right. Yeah. Just get the get the guys get them going on this. I'm telling you, in the, f- going. the the field work. <laughs> so uh, your dove your dove decoys. People, Texas is a big dove hunting state, and I know there's there's not every state can dove hunt, but it's a, it's getting to be more and more of a sport. In, in in Texas, it's usually opening day of dove season. I'm I'm going to guess that half the people in the Texas that hunt all hunt opening day of dove season. It's just kind of a traditional opening weekend. But the spreads that people use now, 15 years ago, you didn't even see a dove decoy, and they're getting more and more. Hell, I had guys last year 30, 40, 50 decoys in a spread. What what was the record last year? Do you remember? No, I, I can't. We remember. done a get. We done a contest. You could guess how many decoys, but. They're getting more and more intense, but man, I'm telling you what, dove hunting with the decoys, man, that makes a lot of fun. It's like shooting teal. Haley, you there? Yeah, sorry. Hey, I can hear now. Okay, the, the dove hunting is getting to be a big thing, and the dove decoys are getting to be bigger and bigger. Yeah, and especially, well, like for you guys down in Texas, I was interested to talk to you guys because obviously. It's, I mean, some people dove hunt here in Wisconsin, but it's just so much bigger down there. And it's something that I want to do eventually, get to Texas and experience a dove hunt there. Come in October. Yep, come in October. October is the best. It's cooler well, it's and cooler. nicer. The hunting's the same. That's what everybody thinks. Everybody thinks, oh, we got to be there opening weekend. They're migrating birds, you know, like duck season. The best day of duck hunting is not opening day of duck season. It's when the birds right. get here. Dove are the same way. We have more doves here in December and January than we do in September and October. But we have dove here all the time, year-round. But when you get into October, it's nice and cool. It, it, it's a lot nicer to shoot doves when it's 60 to 75 degrees than it is when it's 105. Right. But, boy, they do. They work them decoys. And dove don't get decoy shy. They're on the, the average lifespan of a, of a dove is only a year and a half, two years old. So it's not like a mallard that, you you know, they see spinning wings and they go away. Yeah, they're a little smart. Yeah, duck are a little smarter than that. So, do you you said that this was uh, this was a finished product that y'all had just laying around, and y'all were waiting for the right time to to launch it? Um, due to some patents, we couldn't sell the dove spinner until twenty twenty. Oh, okay. So you're so, you're in a little legal uh, legal battle. Yes. So, um, obviously, we the spinning wing is our main product and we have the technology so it was easy for us to put that into a dove decoy um, and then just wait for the right time to release it so what was the hang-up was it just that it was a dove or or was it some of the technology within it uh the dove yeah it was the dove itself a long time ago it's just how it was set out yeah it's a good looking decoy thank you and it's a good price and, and, and for everybody that listens, $30, you can take that $30 Lucky Duck and you can shoot the shit out of the teal over them decoys too. <laughs> How does it run? What's it run off of? A rechargeable uh, battery? Double A's. Double A's? Yep. Nice. Because it's a smaller decoy, smaller body, so we went with the four double A's. So do you- I, I need to get about a dozen of those sent down here. Jeff, you don't even fucking yep, have hunt. I can we'll do use them. We'll, we will use them. Oh, we'll use them. We hunt them at the lodge. We hunt at the lodge while we grill. 
Yeah, that's always fun because uh, everybody else is kind of away, and we just we throw some steaks on the grill for the clients, and we go out there with a shotgun and a beer. It's a good time. Yeah, you don't even have to leave. Time. You don't even have to leave the house. Um, what you will or will not go up there in Wisconsin? Is it is dove hunting any good up there? I haven't gone here in Wisconsin. Um, I know people do, and some of our friends do around here. Um, I know our our owner Tim has. Um, I think it's decent, but it's all yeah, kind of hit or miss. Just as the doves are here, obviously. Right. So, um, just depends. It all depends. How's the love yeah. life? My love life. Yeah, you got a boyfriend now. So Andy brought it up, not <laughs> me, for do. the record. <laughs> <laughs> The same one last time we talked? Yeah. Oh, well, good for you. Y'all getting married now? Yeah. <laughs> no, not yet. Is he not even, I mean, how long, you've been dating a year now, right? Uh, yeah, about a year. And you're not a spring chicken. You're older than 21, right? Correct. That's time, to, so you don't think he's going to pop the question? I don't know. Not my decision to make. <laughs> so if he's listening, so we, I'm telling you. You got a nice lady there, buddy. You better hurry up and marry her before somebody else grabs her. <laughs> now, how did the – he's from what, Indiana? Is that what we learned on the last podcast? No, he's from Minnesota. How did y'all meet? Uh, through Lucky Duck, actually. Thought. And we tried to set her – we thought, hmm, she'd be perfect for Blake. But now her and Blake both are in serious relationships. The love connection that never was. People well, that are listening oh, okay. to this are like, I can't believe these guys are asking this girl and putting herself putting her on the spot like this. <laughs> they just have to listen to the last one; it'll all make sense. Yes, Andy's already forgot. So, so this guy here is. Does he spend a lot of money on you? Yeah. Uh oh. Are y'all living in sin, it's, it's, or do y'all live separate? Uh, we still live separate. Oh. Well, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. So you're old fashioned. That's a good way to go. I recommend living in sin because you need to wash his dirty drawers for about a year to make sure that you really want to put up with that shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's the advice you have. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about this uh, the pulsator now. So it's it's it just shoots water out of the back end, right? Yep, the agitator. The agitator. So it has the pump. Yep, up the back shoots it, and then um, obviously as that water hits the back, it just creates a whole motion with the decoy, and it almost gets like parallel to the water. So it's just moving. Like crazy, creating, splashing, ripples, all that good stuff. Now, were you happy to not have to go to uh, hunting shows this year? Uh, well, luckily we still got some in in January and February. Where were those at? Shot uh, Show? Shot Show, and then we were in Harrisburg for the Great American Outdoor Show and NWTF. So you got a and couple then, in. After that, they were canceled, yeah. So right now, it's supposed to be game fair here in Minnesota. So it's kind of weird not having the shows, but also somewhat nice to have August back, August weekend. So it's kind of mixed emotions. We were going to be at uh, game fair signing autographs this weekend, I guess, wouldn't we, Andy? I don't know about signing autographs, but we'd have been meeting some people. Okay. You got your autograph? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You had as your chance. Um, I, I don't, cause what, what's your schedule like when it's show season? Is it every weekend? Uh, August is every weekend usually. Cause that's when, um, a lot of the retailers have their sale weekends and shows and then game fair. Um, and we have a few here in Wisconsin and then, and that's kind of season September. So really August is just busy and then it goes down for hunting season. It's got to be nice though to kind of have a have a little break from that because those shows we do we we used to do one a year. We used to do more than that. We used to do three weekends in a row. But the last ten, 10 years. years we've done one, and I'm or two, and I'm glad we're not doing any this year. Aren't you? Yes. I don't miss it. I was wanting to go to Game Fair. Yeah. But I didn't. I'm. I don't miss hunting shows at all. And we were we had decided we weren't doing any more, anyways, other than going to go to Game Fair, and that wasn't really to sell hunts, just to go up there. But um. Dude, how was Harrisburg this year? Was it sl- is it a lot slower than it used to be, or was it busy? Well, it's actually our first year, so I don't know. We talked to a few people, and they said it was about the same crowd. Um, for our, um, but for us, it was really good. Um, we sold a lot of product, and it's like nine days seems like a long time, but like when we were there, and I mean, there's constant traffic every day. Like it's a big thing out there to take the day off of work and go 
check out all the booths during the day. So even Monday through Thursday, it was constant traffic. It was really fun. Well, it was a long freaking month of my life, those nine days. I did that, and I did, yeah. the, I did the Minneapolis show one time, and I think it was nine or ten days also. And I was like, gosh, I'm mighty. But the Harrisburg show, there was a lot of traffic every day. I'll give, you, I'll give them that. Just well, hunting shows are just not as not what they used to be. Now, from the product end, I think it would be pretty good for selling hunts. You can get on the internet and buy hunts, but I think like people like to go and look at product and talk to the people. Gadgets, they like and, to look at the gadgets and the reps and visit with those. But um, I know, I know, in Texas, the hunting shows are dying. I don't think that the big hunting shows in Texas will survive after this is over. Yeah, in general, I think they're starting to decrease a little bit, which. I was kind of hoping they were going to have game fair. Well, in March, I was thinking, oh, maybe it'll clear up by August and game fair. Everyone will want to be outside and it would be busier than normal, but it didn't happen. Yeah, this shit just ain't going away. It's I think everybody crazy. in March was like, ah, we'll get, we'll get, because they first told us once the hotter months get here, it's going to go away. Well, shit, that was a lie. Right. So I think everybody kind of had hopes of just having a normal summer. Um, are the Amish, can they buy? Can they buy these spinning wings? They don't use real money, Andy. Huh? Yeah, they don't use real so, money. What's, it what's, depends. Yes, what's Amish can do st- anything. With the batteries and shit? I don't think that they're allowed to have a motor. I saw him, I saw him drive a horse and buggy to pick up propane bottles. That's not a motor. Haley, tell him. So, I guess it depends because there's different spectrums, right? Like... Some are more, well, uh, this is from my experience, I guess. Some are more traditional and some are not, or more mixed. So, like, at Harrisburg, we had some um, people buying the motorized stuff or um, some were just buying our foam turkeys, or not our foam turkeys, our collapsible turkeys. So, I think it just kind of depends on families and their traditions. There was, when I went to that show, there was a ton of Amish people there. Is it still that way? Yeah. Did they recruit you? Get you to Did go they recruit their, me? No. Yeah, to get get you into their Coventry? No, they didn't ask me. Well, Dude, would you be attracted to an Amish guy? Cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to give up I your cell phone? <laughs> so you're you're out on dating an Amish guy? You've never had a guy pick you up for dating a buggy? <laughs> no, actually, I have not. Oh, man. That's a, that's, that's a way of living that I just... Uh, they're missing out. The cell phones and the televisions and the air conditioning. I, I can't give that up. Did you? Uh, yeah. Was there sure. still a bunch of mixed dating going on when I was there? I'd see a you know some kid in a rock and roll t shirt and shit with some Amish chick in her garb, and then I'd see some Amish dude in his garb with a girl dressed in a mini skirt. Was that still going on? Oh no, I didn't see as much of that. Uh, they're back to just dating inside the race. I tell you what, though, if yeah. you if you live by an Amish uh, area. I bet it'd be fun around them rump springer times with those, with those kids. What's rump springer? That's when they can go away from the for ten days and act like whores and sluts and have fun. <laughs> Goodness, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's called rump springer. <laughs> you young people just don't understand. Ten days. What's going on. I, and I don't. It may be two weeks. It may be three days. I don't know. But they they can go bat, bat shit crazy, and then they got to give it up for the rest of their life. <laughs> I can't do that. Um, what, uh, what, what new products are we looking at launching maybe in 2021? Can you give us any hints as to what the mad scientist has under his wraps? Um, well, I know we have some things in the works. Um, it just depends. I'm not sure. I know the list, but I'm not sure which ones we're planning for 2021 yet. Um, so I actually don't have too much to spill. Probably something in waterfowl, maybe something in dog, our dog line. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that <coughs> so can you, can you talk, what, what do you do to get your kennel the five-star crash test rating? What does yeah, that so test have, look like? So it's through the Center for Pet Safety. So you obviously have to pay to get um, your kennel tested. And they put it on a sled, I guess. And I don't remember how many miles an hour it goes. But pretty much, like, they're testing to see. They put a weighted dog in there, depending on the size kennel. So, like, ours is an intermediate. So, I think it was, like, a 60 or 70-pound stuffed dog, not a real dog. Mm -hmm. Put it in there. 
and then you have to keep the dog contained. So as they like slam the sled to mimic a car accident, um, the dog has to stay contained in the kennel and like the door has to stay closed um, in order for your kennel to pass. And you have to provide like the ratchet straps that you would use technically for the vehicle too. So those have to be crash test certified. And so um, we went through all that and made sure our door was safe and passed. That, uh, did you get to watch any of these tests? I haven't watched the videos yet. I watched like the crash test ones where they and the pressure test, uh-huh. um, but I haven't watched the one from Center for Pet Safety yet. I feel like that'd be cool to, to sit in on and watch. Just sl- what do they do? Slam it into a wall, basically. Um, I think I don't think it hits the wall. Um, I think they just like get it up to speed and then like stop it, break it. Yeah. <sighs> I can't, but I can't, at the same time, I can't believe that uh, there's a center out there that is just devoted to pet safety. Right, and they test all these products and, like, those new, like, they do, like, those seatbelts for, like, littler dogs, Uh like, harnesses almost in a car, and they, like, test all those, and... Wait, 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 there's a a harness for a dog, like, to ride in the vehicle? Like, to ride in, like, the back seat, yeah, they, for littler dogs, I've seen them where they, like, strap them in, like, a car seat, almost. <laughs> but it's just, like, it's for your the seatbelt. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We put Gotta a lot. Keep we, them safe. We put a lot of stock. So, is that what's coming out from Lucky Duck? Are we, are we going to have a harness for the back seat? Is that what <laughs> it is? Did you just spill the beans? No, we're not doing a harness. You're not, you're not going to protect uh, little Fifi? Nope. Not right now. Oh, shit. Um, are are y'all looking at making uh, a bigger size kennel yes we are Perfect. so we wanted to get our design down and get the safety rating obviously and then um now that we got all that we'll start to build some different sizes perfect because i've got a fat ass for a dog and he making the turn it's a little snug for him a little snug for yeah him. so when i understand the, that when the bigger one gets out, that'll be uh, that'll be really good. And now that it's five five star crash test rated, I can just feel I can feel peace of mind when I throw them back there. Right, and you actually have to do it for each. I'm pretty sure you do it for each channel. I think so. Like once we come up with a different size, we'll have to do another test. Even though it's like the same design, I think you have to do them separately. That seems a little redundant because you would figure like Which you would is, just do the same technology, just make it bigger. Right, bigger. Huh. Right, that's what I think too. But I don't, I don't understand. Close. Well, it'll be a bigger pound stuffed dog too, so maybe they just want to double check that if it's a heavier dog, it'll still stay contained. Huh. Well, I guess so. Um, are you gonna go? Do you get to go anywhere and travel this this fall for any of the TV stuff or not? They keep you hidden away. <laughs> um, not for probably not for the TV show. Um, usually kind of like Tim and Ricky do that and Brett and then obviously Bill from Dakota. Um, we'll probably have some other hunts like industry, industry people. Um, we have a couple hunts lined up. We haven't decided like who's going where, but I'm sure I'll go on a few. See, that's bullshit. They need you out front and center. You'd appeal to a yeah, different audience. on the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. A much bigger, <laughs> um, a more diverse that. audience is what you want. Yeah, exactly. Um, where all are they going? South Dakota and stuff? Um, I'd have to double check. I'm sure North Dakota, possibly South Dakota. That's where Bill is. Um, probably Kansas, Arkansas. I don't think where else they're filling in because they can't go to Canada. I'd have to double check. Did y'all but have those would be some of the main ones. Did y'all have a lot booked in Canada for this year? No. Well, we like to go um, in the beginning of the season to go get some, like, product stuff, mm-hmm. um, film and video or photos and stuff. And then they usually go, like, once for the grind. And then, like, last year they did a dove hunt with the new dove spinner. So probably at least a week or two that had to get rescheduled. Was everybody scrambling uh, 
getting ready for the border to close? Were y'all looking for other places to go? Oh, I don't think we were scrambling. I think um, Tim was kind of keeping his eye on it and realizing as the date keeps getting pushed back further and further that he was like, all right, well, we'll just figure out a different option so we're not scrambling last minute. Um, So they found some, obviously through people we know, it was pretty easy to find a place to go. What was his out date? What, what, when did he finally decide, you know what, they're not going to open it. We need to uh, move on. Um, I think like just a month or two or so, he usually plans pretty far in advance and he's just like, I don't think it's going to open. So decided to change plans. What a mess. There's, I, f- I feel so bad for those uh, outfitters up there. You know, there's a lot of kids that uh, poured their life savings into buying some zones for this year and. That's just money, money pissed down the drain at this point. And the kid that works. I know. And all the guides, everything. It's just a bad, bad freaking deal. Well, some people were like, they could get in there on a work visa to like run the outfitter, but then no customers can come. So it's like, well, that doesn't make, that's no point to go then. I saw where customers can come through. 80% of all the hunters up there are American hunters. So yeah. you're going to lose 80%. And plus, I'm assuming you're going to run a special deal to get some guys in there to get Canadians to come hunt. But I'm assuming the tips and stuff will be nowhere near like they were from American guys. Yeah. Because, the, 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 you know, you're going to be cutting them a deal just to come on a hunt. And, and it may be better, but I think them, them boys are losing big tips. You get a group of guys for three days, ten, a group of 10 or 12 guys, they're going to probably tip you. You're going to four $5,000, $6,000 tips when they leave. Well, shit, there ain't going to be no tips now hardly. I feel sorry. It's just a bad deal. Are they even letting people up on work visas, or is that just a last gasp hope? Uh, I guess I'm not 100% sure. See, I just don't know how why they would do that even. Well, if you've got a business up there as an American, then you should be able to get up there. No, I'm talking about for the guides, though. I would think I, it may work out, but I heard that was pretty much a, a last-shot deal. I don't know. But like, I just don't know why they would. If they can't get any clients there, then what's the point of even trying to get – Right, exactly. Any of the guides there, I guess. I talked to a guy last week that still just knows that by God they're going to let it open as soon as waterfowl season opens. He just knows, and I and I told him I said I don't know why it'd be any different. Then it's going to be for fishing. They make a whole lot more money off fishing than they do hunting up there, and they haven't let the fishermen come up there. Yeah, or fisher people, I guess, to be politically correct, because I'm trying to change that. So I don't. I it's a, it's a screwed up deal, and it's. It, what's bad is we got a disease out there, a virus, whatever you want to call it, and it's all being done by on poli- it's done by politics more than anything. So, what's the average day look like for you? You're working from home. What what what's it look like? Is it yeah, all- so pretty much the same thing day in day out. Get up and head to my other room for the office. Um, check emails check orders kind of see what's going on uh, we have also our e-bikes your what so we have our same owners started a brand called cycle so we have electric bikes too okay. not under obviously not under lucky that they're separate same right. owners but right. um our staff is like the same so i'm doing marketing for both lucky duck and cycle um, so watching orders, looking at our campaigns on social media, Google, updating those, um, running social media posts, email blasts, um, like plan it out for a whole week. And then all of a sudden it comes Monday again and just plan it all again. So, so you do this every day or you um, just do- it, yeah it changes very i guess some things vary like certain projects come up or i have to create a promotion like a printout for something or it'll vary but in general i'm my area is like our website social media email campaigns and um ads so do you set up all of your social media posts at the beginning of the week and then you don't look at it again yeah, I usually, I like to plan at least a week in advance. Sometimes I'll do like a week and a half, two weeks, just depending. Um, I like to keep it, well, I don't like to plan like a whole month, just depending on what's going on. I like to keep it flexible if I need to move things around or if we're doing a product launch or stuff like that. Um, so I usually tend to do a week or two at a time. 
Now, do you kind of have free range over that or do they, or do you have, uh, do you get with like Tim and some of the other people and say, Hey, let's, let's pump this, uh, the beginning of the week. And then let's, let's post the dove towards the end of the week. Or do you kind of make that decision on your own? Um, I guess a little bit of both. Um, they do give me free range on a lot of it. Um, I typically sit down for a meeting with our two owners um, monthly and we kind of look over what happened the month before and then what our plan is going to be for the month ahead. If, if we want to run any promotions or like lucky duck, what we're going to be launching. So we kind of have a time frame, but otherwise they kind of give me free range. Now, do you like that or do you like it? Do you like the free range or do you like it better when they tell you, Hey, let's, let's do this. No, I do like it. They, um, Jeff and Tim are both really great. Um, this is my third year working now with them, and they've obviously begun to trust me and know that I, I know what I'm doing. So most of the time, um, it's nice to just make decisions. And obviously, if we're going to have a different sale or we want to run end of the year, like on our bikes, we did a 2019 end of the year model sale. So, um. Otherwise, it's nice to kind of decide what I want to do. So do you just have thousands of pictures on your computer and you go through those and decide what looks best? Yeah, Dropbox is my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have just, yeah, folders of content for both brands. And obviously for Lucky Duck, depending on the season, like we're getting into more waterfall stuff, but kind of move from waterfall to predator to turkey and mix in the dogs so it's nice to have a lot of options so how does that work how does how does it work do do these uh people that you have taken pictures for you do they kind of go through their own edit or do they just kind of send you a mass blast of everything that they've got um typically they do like our photographers do all the editing and um send me like the finished photos of what they like and then i'll just post those no, but what um, I mean is, is do they do they pick their best photos and send those to you, or do they just take give you all the pictures that they took? No, they pick the best ones and send them to me. And then, so how do you how do you have your Dropbox arranged? Is it by photo photo photographer or is it by like products? By photographer, so that I can keep straight like who's who and give credit um, where it needs to be given, and so that's a lot easier to do it that way. So say you want a picture of your of your dove. Do you just have to remember who did the picture of the dove and go back and look? Yeah, so <laughs> since I do it like every day, um, like I could, if I was thinking of a picture in my head, I've been through most of the pictures numerous times. So I could like tell you, if you were looking at the Dropbox, I could tell you which folder it's in, who it is, and where the picture is. Um, just cause it's kind of mapped out in my brain mm-hmm. and I've done it so many times. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'll have to do a little searching and remember who takes pictures of what and where the photo will be. You got it. Oof. I don't know about that. that. That'd be, that'd be tough. I'd, I'd forget. I'd have to spend half my day looking for the damn picture. <laughs> yeah. When you go through it multiple times, it starts to get easier and each photographer, photographer has like their own style um so i can kind of remember who does what and what i'm looking for if i'm looking for more of a product shot or a lifestyle shot um it's gonna stay pretty organized thankfully and then hell i forget what i've posted so i gotta look back at you know the last couple of posts that i've done and make sure i hadn't posted that picture before yeah i'll do that sometimes too i'll look back and be like all right have i posted this one is it all right to post again <laughs> Um, the captions are tough. They, the, the captions eat my ass. Cause I don't, some of the times I'm just like, I don't I don't want to do this. And then coming up with something that's creative and a little witty, that's, that's sometimes that's difficult. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes I'll be like firing all cylinders and I'll be like coming up with captions really easily. And then sometimes I'll stare at a picture for 20 minutes trying to decide what kind of caption I want to make it. So it all just kind of depends on the situation. And then you got your personal one. And then that's the last thing that you want to post on because you've been posting on everybody else's. Well, shit, by the time you want to post a picture of your own, your brain's fried. Exactly. I've been definitely spending more time, obviously, on Lucky Duck and Cycle where 
like during the day I'm answering questions or posting pictures or posting on the story. And then it's like, well, by the end of the day, I don't even want to be on social media anymore and don't even go online. Do you get more, um, more questions through your social media or email? Ooh, that's tough. Pro- for sure, probably email. Um, okay. Just because with customer, our customer services have been like, I think we put it out there quite a bit now for like Lucky Duck at least too, where I think people kind of know that's the best spot to start. But I still yield a lot of questions on social media, more so about like sponsorships or pro staff or when product's going to be in stock is usually through social media. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like, you know, I get questions trying to book a hunt through social media. I was like, well, you know, we got an email department, so maybe that's where you should uh, direct that question to. But pe- people just don't know. But right. I, I didn't sometimes know. Sometimes I'll even send them to my email. But like, it'll be me responding. But I'm like, oh, yeah, email Haley because it's just easier for me to keep track of things through right. an email than social media. Do you think the the corona is going to uh, – I think it's going to make hunting busier this year. I think people are sick and tired of being t- at home. And I think you'll see a. I think I think hunter numbers will increase this year. I agree, hundred um, percent. I mean, so far for us, sales have been really good. Um, I watch that monthly, and I personally think that hunting will increase, especially like I don't know, you guys like with kids sports. Like, if nothing's going on, that people now have more time. They're not traveling every weekend to go watch sports, and they're like, well, now I can finally go hunting more. No football. Now, Texas is going to have high school football as of today still. We're still playing full schedule football in high school. Which and is so when fans is, go in? Yes. yes, they have to wear a mask. Yeah. You ain't going to keep people out okay. of stands. This is Texas. Texas. This is Texas, baby. Now. Football is uh, a yeah, religion. But, yep. but no college football it's looking like now. Who knows what's going to happen there. But I think that's going to make a difference because I think a lot of people set their schedule around football games. Lots of people do. Mm-hmm. And I think if there's no college football – I think that the hunter numbers are really going to increase. People are sick of staying home. They don't fuck. They want to get that, get out and do something. Yeah, exactly. Well, even like the over the summer, a lot more people were buying boats and getting out on the lake and doing more things because they want to be at home. Yes. What was it you couldn't buy this year? I saw it was something to do. I know, like Home Depot and shit are sold out. All kinds of shit. Swimming pools. You couldn't get pools this year. Can't get bikes. Yeah, either. pools. Yeah. Pools and bikes. A lot of home projects going on. Yeah, uh, my oldest is five, be six in October, but we, we were going to get him, he'd outgrown his bikes. So we were going to get him another a big boy bike. We went to three different stores before we finally found one, and I think we got the, I think when we finally got to Academy, there was maybe five or six bikes left. And you bought two of them. And I bought two of them. <laughs> you just can't find yeah. them anywhere. They all sold out, yeah. Um. Crazy. So, so what have you done to kind of offset what you would sell at hunting shows? Are you running more social media campaigns or how do you, how do you offset that? Yeah, we've been running more campaigns, um, and just posting, well, I guess posting's kind of been the same. We pick it up during the season anyways. Um, and then just supporting our retailers cause, um, they're running more sales. Uh, so anything we kind of do to support them and help them move more product. Um, so we kind of push a lot of customers through those different venues for those sales. But you said, I mean, basically, you're pretty well on target for what you did last year, and that's even with going to the show. So that's really good. You're obviously Yeah, it's, thankfully it's been good. Do you uh, think it's going to change the shows? Like, Do you think that y'all are going to find out that you – because – I think a lot of stay-at-home work is going to continue that way because people are like, fuck, we could do this and I don't have to go to work. Do you think that there's going to be a lot of shows now that people don't go because they can say, well, we can sell the same amount of stuff and not have to go to shows? That's, yeah, I thought about that. I'm, I kind of go both ways. Like, like some people will want to get out of the house and then that'll be something to do if shows start again. Or and then I see some people being like, well... I can do everything online or a lot of times they're doing like the virtual events. So don't need to leave. Yeah. Well, and as as like a business owner, like what do you do? Like when you look at the numbers and you're on the same 
path of what you were the year before, and that's going to the shows, like as a business, what do you think the decision would be? I think we would still go. Uh, we like being in front of the customers and talking to people and just having that, even like, well, on the customer side and the industry side, seeing people we know and making those relationships. So um, some of those big shows that they're still going on, obviously Harrisburg and NWTF, we're still signed up for those for 2021. So hopefully if that can happen, we'll be there. See, I think that a lot of places like uh, like Outfitters, for us to go to a hunting show, we're going to spend five grand for a weekend. Time we pay for a show and hotels and eat and do all that stuff. Yep. And the sales are going to be the same with or without going. So I'm saving five thousand dollars, or we can take five thousand just to take a family vacation somewhere. And mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of big companies are going to say, you know what, we don't have to spend that ten twenty five thousand dollars or whatever it costs. I can't imagine how much it. Co- do y'all go to Shot Show every year? We do. This is the well. This next year, twenty twenty one, will be the first year we're not going to exhibit anymore. What's it cost um, per square foot to go there? Because they're oh. they're booster by the square foot, aren't they? I don't. Yeah, I can't remember what it is per square foot. It's a lot. But, we and we usually are downstairs. So there's an upstairs and a downstairs. Um, and the upstairs is much more expensive. Um, it's probably a thousand bucks per square foot. Ooh. So so you, you yeah, it's just it's crazy. Thousand dollars per square foot, probably. Well, let me do some math here. I bet oh, a booth a booth is going to run you ten to twenty grand. I'm gonna go to my yeah. friend. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. A booth can run you ten to twenty grand. Let me just go with that. Yeah. Holy. And that's for just a small booth there, like Remington or somebody. I'm just using them. I don't even have a fucking clue. Just that they get a booth. You know, they're spending a hundred grand for booth space. But but you take that same twenty grand that you're spending there, and time you pay and put everybody in hotel rooms and stuff, you're spending thirty thousand dollars. Well, you know that thirty thousand dollars, if you can make the same sales and not have to spend that, that's that's saving thirty grand. Mm-hmm. And I just I have a feeling that that's we're going to see a trend in our country that way in a lot of things. People have learned how to make their life more simpler in this deal. Yeah. Um, what do you think would have to happen for you for? for lucky duck to say okay everybody come back to the office would we have to have a vaccine or would the numbers have to be at a certain level what do you think well uh well not necessarily i mean if i wanted to go back um they would be okay with it because i have my own like office it's and obviously i can close the door i'm like blocked off from people um so i don't think there's anything that really needs to happen we kind of talked about just working from home through the summer um and then possibly in the fall going back. But if I really wanted to be back to the office, I don't think they would have an issue with that. Oh, it's just so much is is unclear is what's mm-hmm. is what's made this so tricky because I mean if I had like a big office in a warehouse, like I don't know what would I mean, I don't know what would prompt me to bring all my people back in, especially if everything's running smoothly. Like you're on top of what all you do, so I just don't know. Right. Our warehouse staff is still there, and everyone wears masks. And then um, anyone, obviously any of the uh, carriers that come in to pick up, they wear masks. We have cleaning supplies back there, and then our office is separate. So that helps that we could just stay in the front office and not go back to the warehouse where people are kind of coming in and out. Um, What do you think, so with Canada being closed, do you think we're going to see a lot of birds south of the border? I personally think so. I mean, especially it's depending on the weather, hopefully. I think we'd see a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. What uh, Are you going to do some hunting around Wisconsin, or what are you going to do? Um, Probably some in Wisconsin, some in Arkansas, hopefully Tennessee, um, go to Mallard State in January, and uh, possibly Oklahoma. You're just... So. Now is your, is your boyfriend a hunter? Yep. We might have gone over this on the last one. Does he ever get jealous of all these great trips that you get to take? Uh, I'm sure he might a little. Now that I think he'll be going on some more this year, so might not be as much of a competition. Do you rub it in his face like, "Hey, you're at work, and I'm sitting here in a duck blind for, <laughs> for <laughs> work"? Like, oh, this is great. I get to be here. And sorry, you're at the office. <laughs> so what do you like more do you like goose hunting or duck hunting better 
Mm, yeah, I think. Amen, I'll sister. Fields or, or water? Um, I guess I've done field more, but I like them both. That's not an answer. you got to pick one or the other. Uh, Can't say I like field. them both. Field. I'll pick field. I'm with you because it's much. It's a much simpler setup. I don't like waders. I don't like walking around in waders. You set the blind up and you're you're, you're done. Couple decoys. Yep. That's it. So you have to stand in the water, whatnot. Oh, to lay down a nice layout blind. <laughs> miserable. Water hunting, no good. Um, do you think y'all will ever make your own waders? Huh? Yeah. Uh, no. Not as of right now. Um, I don't really see us getting into the clothing. Not dipping your toe into that. But. Well. What would you say? Not going to dip your toe into that one. I don't think so. That's a tough market. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, and you've already got your, you've already got your niche kind of laid out. So why, why, uh, why try to go to do something completely foreign? Right. We'll stick with what we know. That's right. That's right. Um, what else you got? What else you got for us? Anything uh anything late breaking? We got any sales coming up or what what do we got going on? We're about three weeks out. Um, well we won't be running too many sales through our website, kinda like I said before. Um we leave that up to the retailers. So I keep your eye out there. Um how, well, I know you guys have our two-by-four blinds. Yep. You guys liking those? Love them. Best thing we ever did. Being able to fit four yep. people and uh, the pockets are really nice, it's a great investment. By far, for for what I do, it's my favorite product that y'all have is that uh, two-by-four blind. That's good to know. It is. It is. It's It's roomy. It, and the pockets are really nice because I'd always, you know, guys have to fump for around for shotgun shells or, you know, whatever. But with the pockets being right in front of them, it makes it nice and easy. So two right. by four well, was a home run. People aren't fumbling around for things in their blind bag and whatnot. Just put what you need in the pocket and you're good to go. Very well thought out. Whoever designed that, give them a high five for me. Yeah, they did a great job. Awesome product. That and y'all spinners. I love the spinners. I'm fixing to send you a list. I'll email you later or this week or something. Text you on a list of some stuff we could use. Perfect. What a Democrat. Um, <laughs> will you stay safe out there? Uh, hopefully in the future we can, our paths will cross and we can. Get a wedding invitation. We, yeah, we can have a beer together. <laughs> I'll give you the mic. Make a little speech. <laughs> Andy's ready for y'all to send him some more spotted cow. Yeah, spotted cow's good. Um, oh, yeah. That would have been the best part about game fair. You guys coming up here, I would have brought some spotted cow for you. It's delicious. Can you even find it here anywhere? No, fuck The specs no. don't have it in Lubbock even? No. I think You can only buy it in Wisconsin. Only in Wisconsin. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're very loyal mm-hmm. that way. Much like Point Beer. Point Beer you can only find <laughs> that up there. Shit, also. nobody cares. That's why it's special. You can only buy it here in Wisconsin. <laughs> it's absolutely horrible, isn't it? What, Point Beer? Yes. Oh, I, um, I've only had it once or twice. I did their brewery tour. It's pretty good. I like the point beer. They have a bunch of different stuff they make. Yeah. Do they make lining kugels or is that separate place? No, it's separate. Lining kugels is separate. That's in Wisconsin too, but they sell out of state. Yeah, they sell a lot of that here. Have you been to that brewery? Yep. Unfortunately, not yet. I'm planning to sometime soon, hopefully. It'd be a good place to get engaged. Candy. You know what? What'd you say? That'd be a good place to get engaged. <laughs> I'll keep note of that. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to hope your boyfriend will listen to this. There's a blind lodge. Bit. There you go. That uh, that summer shanty after you mow or you're out on the water, oh, it's just delicious. Perfect. Delicious. <clears throat> well, Haley, you take care of yourself. Uh, be safe during all this corona and have a wonderful fall. We hope to... Uh, Maybe you'll fill up your lanyard with a ton of bands. I hope so, too. Thanks, guys. It was great talking to you today. It was good talking to you, and go answer some of those emails. All right, I will. God bless you, and have a good day. (laughs) Bye, Haley.
Miss Haley Fox. Lucky Duck. What the fuck did I just do? Oop. We still on? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good lady. Good product. Blinds are out of this world. Love the spinners. Dog dog boxes, everything. They do a good job. Very good company. I think they need to get into the uh, backseat harness. All right. That's all I got. Go check out uh, Lucky Duck for all of your spinning wing needs. And uh, if you want a roomy blind, go check them out. LuckyDuck.com. Bye. Uh, we really appreciate all of our sponsors, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Gundog Outdoors, Dirty Duck Coffee, Dive Bomb Industries, Boss Shot Shells, Pacific Calls, Luck, uh, Looking Glass Duck Club. We got Lucky Duck, William and Chris Wines, 14 Cattle Company, and J2 Outdoors. We appreciate, we appreciate every one of you. Everybody go check out our great sponsors because we kind of got, we kind of got something for everything right now. Go check them out and uh, talk to you guys later. Bye.